Well, hello and welcome to Hey Hun, You Woke Up, Victims' Voices. And I am really excited today because I have with me Amy Yore. She's also a former Beachbody coach. So it's always nice talking to somebody else who has experienced the same um, horror that you did in MLM. But Amy didn't stop with Beachbody. No, no, no. She then joined Prove It, which I remember when Prove It like came into the world and everybody was kind of leaving Beachbody to go there or direct sellers. So without further ado, let me go ahead and bring Amy on. Hello, Amy, and welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. Yay. Okay, I've got a bunch of questions for you because, you know, and we'll probably go off script, but, you know, I try to um, at least come up with some generalized questions, yeah. but it's always so interesting when um, somebody else has also been in the same MLM as you because you speak the same language and you can really, I think, I think it's very healing and, you know, because to be like, okay, I'm not the only one. Yes, somebody else also had you know, a less than stellar experience, even if you quote unquote had success, even if that success was in your mind and it really wasn't as great as you thought it was at the time. And it didn't take you to where you wanted to go through MLM. Yeah, absolutely. So you first joined Beachbody and then you joined Prove It. So mm -hmm. I want to know, um, what did you know about multi-level marketing before you ever got involved in Beachbody? You know, it's kind of funny because I have, I'm, I am kind of a victim of diet culture. So I've tried so many different MLM products even. Um, so I had tried Isogenics. I tried Herbalife, not as a distributor, just as a oh, customer. Wow. Okay. And, and even, and then we, my husband and I kind of started talking about it and I even tried Primerica. I oh my Primerica. God. And I think the craziest part, because I didn't even think about it, because this was when we were first married. I don't think we'd maybe been even our first year of marriage. And I had a lot of success pretty immediately with Primerica. Um, but then I think all of them, you just realize it doesn't take very long for like the shine to wear off and you start seeing underneath. And it's like, hold on. Like you said, this was so easy and everybody was going to want this. Nobody wants this. <laughs> and I don't think I want it either. <laughs> like, wait. Yeah. And, and even within my family, I've had people that have done Amway. Um, so, so I'd had quite a bit of experience, but never to the extent that I did with Beachbody. Got you. So yeah. how did you hear about Beachbody? So it's kind of funny. Um, I started doing Turbo Jam years, like years before I ever got into Beachbody. And so when, oh, wow. um, when I have babies, I'm horrible. I would be up at night nursing them and the infomercials would kill me. I, I would get boxes. I'm like, I don't even remember ordering this, but I probably did at 2 a.m. some night. So I had ordered the Turbo Jam DVDs and I love that workout. It's, it was just like, it's my soul one. yeah. Did, have you done it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh I like this. Yeah. That was like my gateway. So I had quite a few different beach body programs, but I didn't know anything about the coaching part. So mm -hmm. after my mm -hmm. fifth baby, um, we were living in Washington and I was at the heaviest I'd ever been, including when I was pregnant. I normally lost weight when I was pregnant. Um, oh, wow. And then I would gain it after the baby was born because I could eat again. <laughs> so, um, so I was at my heaviest weight and I started doing uh, the program Shalene Extreme. Yeah, yeah. And before I even started coaching or even signed up with Beachbody, I had lost about 50 pounds, I want to say. Um, and I got connected with a friend from high school that was like, oh my gosh, I, you know, I've seen a couple posts where you said you've been trying to do this. Did you know that you can get paid to work out at home? It's like, really? How does that work? And, and at that point I, I was like, I needed, 
I needed a little bit more structure, I thought, in my meal planning. Uh-huh. Um, so enter in 21 day fix. Oh, those damn portion containers. Um, Do you still and, have your portion containers? No. Oh, actually, I did find one when I was cleaning out my basement in my kids' toy stuff. But, and, well, and I kept like everything I'd order, I'd get another set of containers. And I'm like, I don't need any more little tiny blue containers. Like, stop it. Um, <laughs> They're, they're so triggering. Every time I find them, I'm like, oh, no. Um, but I, I but I started. I still have mine, and I use them because if I have, like, a little bit of sauce lo- left over or something, I yeah. use them all the time. I, I, I guess I keep them for – to remind myself. It's just, you know, it's a reminder. It, it triggers me, but it's still yeah. just a reminder because I'm now looking. I'm like, you're just a container, but I also think – wow, this was really jacked up. So oh, it's absolutely a reminder. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So and, I, I mean, you found them in your kids play stuff. That's funny. <laughs> because they're like, they're perfect little containers for them to put like little beads in or, oh, yeah. you know, whatever. but, you know, I, I started with it and I started with Shakeology and I was feeling great and they got me. And this is exactly what I did just do it for the discount. You don't have to sell it, but you know, uh, you get this great discount. And cause I told him, I'm like, nobody would be inspired by me. Like there's no way I'd be successful. Um, and she's like, Oh, you're totally good. Just, just share on Facebook. And, uh, so I did, I shared my first post and I had like 80 comments on it of people really? that it was, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Um, and, and I these think were general coaches, these were just, these were actual people. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, and I think because I did have such an amazing story and like, I've lost, I think by that point I've lost like 60 pounds. Um, people were like, Holy crap, I want to do it. What are you doing? Message me. Um, and And I think my coach made it seem like she was successful. She Uh wasn't. She was not. She had no idea what to do with me. Um, Because I was like, uh, she she made it to Diamond, um, but never even made it to One Star because she couldn't hold qualification to save her life. So even when I became a Diamond, she never hit one star because I don't think she was a diamond at that point. Yeah. So I quickly outperformed her. Um, And I mean, it, it wasn't unusual for me to hit like success club 40. Are you kidding me? Uh -uh. It, that was, that was totally normal for me. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Now let's, first of all, let's explain to um, our viewers um, what do we mean when we say diamond? Because, you know, since we're in beach, we've been in beach body, we know, and we know what all of this stuff is, but there's people who don't know. So explain to people what it means to be a diamond coach. Yeah. So the first rank that you get is Emerald and the vast majority of people get to Emerald by buying that rank. So you're coached to put your husband sign up your husband under you. Cause then you can control that business and it's more revenue stream. And then, <laughs> right. And then is there someone else? And so, you know, put your mom, your mother-in-law, your sister, whoever. So you go to Emerald pretty quickly by buying that rank. Yeah. And it was at that point that I realized, wait a minute, now I have to support three orders of Shakeology. <laughs> like I have to hit success club 40 to pay for this stupid product that I'm buying to get at this rank. So then the, the second rank, nobody ever does. It's called Ruby and nobody's ever a Ruby that I can tell. It's just, um, I knew, I think I knew like two people that were Ruby. Yeah. Like it's, it's kind of a weird stepping point that very few people, most people just go from Emerald to diamond. So a diamond, you have to have two Emerald coaches um, one on each leg. And that is really important. So it's a binary system. Yeah. So you have a, a strong leg and a weak leg and 
you have to have an emerald on both legs and you have to have three additional coaches in addition to them. So it's a total so, of 12 people that basically that's your supported by. Right. And, and, and the reason that it's important for that to know that that binary system is because the way that Beachbody does their promotions and which I think is completely ridiculous you have to have an even number on both legs. So let's say that I have five diamonds on my right leg, but only one diamond on my left leg. I could be at most a two-star diamond because they would only count one and one. That's terrible. I never realized that's terrible. Yeah. So you, it's crazy because you have to guess. As soon as you recruit someone, you have to guess are they going to be a strong coach or a weak coach? And where is it going to be best for you? And you almost always guess wrong. And then you're just screwed. Oh, wow. So, and, and where that problem came in is I, when I signed up, my coach put me on her weak leg and she was on her coach's weak leg. And I think her coach was also on a weak leg. And so since we were like the weak side, we didn't get any help from our upline. Yeah, I was on the weak side too. I just know I was because I got no help. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was no no help in volume. So I was lucky because I was able to really kind of meet the numbers that I needed to to support basically the stuff I was purchasing. Um, but that was with no help from any volume from anyone else. Um, I, have, I have another question. So you said somebody, you were already doing Beachbody programs mm -hmm. and the coach person said hey you know you can make money from working out at home bada boom mm -hmm. bada bing who was that person was this someone that you actually knew in person or was this a random person online who was that person to you friend from high school oh how classic yep right and we weren't even that like, great friends in high school we knew each other and we were friendly with each other but not like a best friend or anything um, yeah, so that's how she friended me and the rest is history. Okay. Well then what were you told about the income potential when you joined? It was like exponential, like, and, and how easy it was. Everybody wants to do this. Everybody wants to work out at home. Everybody um, needs to lose weight. And it's, so it's super easy and at that point in time, I don't think there were as many beach body coaches. There wasn't as much. What this, year was this? I want to say it was 2015. Okay. So, that's what I was guessing around then. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it wasn't as out there. Um, and, and then the, so my great, and also this is like, tell me you're in a cult. <laughs> my great grandma coach. <laughs> Great, yeah. great grandma. I think she was, she may have been my great, great grandma was a top 10 coach. Ah, so of course, when we would do team meetings, she would pull up her income. She would pull up her back office to show us what was possible. And oh, it was like, how, how great to further oh, indoctrinate you. Right. And it's like, oh my gosh, she's making eight to $10,000 a week. I can totally do that. And all you have to do is do this and this and this. But the interesting thing is that they never gave you like concrete steps. Right. Just believe that you can and share your story and then talk to a hundred people a day and you're good. Like I don't have a hundred people to talk to a day, <laughs> nor do I want to, and nor do I have time to. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because everybody becomes a target and you're always in the back of your head thinking, how can I get you to buy something and join my team? Mm -hmm. I even feel guilty now when I send a message to someone just, Hey, I was thinking about you. How are you doing? I'm like, Oh my gosh. They probably are like, what is she doing? What is she selling? Like you, because that's how I was. Yeah. And you don't go into it intending to be a predator, but you end up getting that way. Um, and because they don't teach you specifics, you end up being like, oh, well, I'm going to purchase a training. 
And most of these top coaches, they've all created training programs. So now that's another stream of income that they get from their coaches because, you know, they have these amazing trainings to teach you how to replicate what they did. You know, all the trainings I did through, um, okay, the coach that I originally started on was under the top income earner of the entire, of all of Beachbody. So you know who that is. Mm -hmm. And so when she left for direct sellers, I went under that person. So I, I, I didn't know that there was like, you had to purchase training. It was always free to me. Oh, wow. It actually told me anything of really what to do. Cause it's like, I tried all of it. It didn't mm -hmm. work. Yeah. I mean, and, and it was like, we'll go into a mom's group. And like and comment. And I was like, ew, I don't <laughs> do that. Like, that is so gross. Um, but how else would you do it? And so the the tactic when I first started was to run all of these free seven-day uh -huh. eating challenges or crock pot challenge or whatever. And I loved running those free groups. I had so much fun with them. But when it came to to like try and flip them to a paid customer, I really struggled because it felt so gross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and then for me, my favorite part was the fitness. I love working out and I've always loved working out. And so I became certified in quite a few of the formats. And I, I would teach certified too. What did you get certified in? In size and country heat. Okay. So I had size, country heat, um, which I never really taught size in a, in a facility. I taught country heat um, and uh, court of force. Yeah. And then my two main ones that I would teach at clubs were turbo kick and P90X. Yeah. Those, because usually all the other ones, nobody cared about. And I mean, I tried to get into clubs and nobody gave a shit about Beachbody programs. Well, and it almost, they kind of had a negative connotation with Beachbody. They were like, oh, pff, you're not a real trainer. You're not a real, you know, facilitator of, of these programs. And so getting in was interesting. Um, I taught, actually, the only reason I got certified in P90X was because the YMCA where I was teaching asked me to get certified in it because they oh, wanted to for it. So you were teaching something else that wasn't beach body at the time. What were you teaching? No, I was teaching turbo kick. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And like my classes, I would get 50 people in a class. Like it was nuts. And I loved every second of it, but you never like, you don't teach because you want to make money. Cause you don't, you don't make money teaching group fitness you basically, I would, most of the time I would make enough to cover my cost and that's about it. Wow. See, yeah. I, I got certified myself and I did teach for a short time period at a facility with mm -hmm. the thought, because I remembered when I would go to, um, Valley Total Fitness, which didn't exist anymore. And my friend, Luis, who is fantastic. I took step spin and, um, Pilates from him. And I loved, and he, I mean, he had groupies basically. So I figured I can get some groupies and then I can introduce them to the Shakeology and they can also have an at home workout. So I, I, I had a plan, but guess what? That plan crumbled. I, well, and I did too. And the interesting thing is the master trainers also would give you that, that like, this is a great way because most of the master trainers ran both as well. And this is, was part of part of what ended up kind of killing me was the fact. So when I went through my, my training for those programs, I was told now just remember that when you teach, that doesn't count as your workout. You have to do whatever program is out so that people can see that. Are you kidding? Um, no. And be interested. And so the problem I'm, and I'm such a people pleaser. So if somebody needed a class filled, or an instructor, I absolutely, I will do that. So I would end up working out four to five hours a day. Holy and, shit. And I was dying. And now I've actually, I, I did a pretty, a pretty um, emotional YouTube video, like 
I think it was about two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago. Um, I have been told like, I can't work out anymore. I cannot do anything with any impact because I need a double, I do, I need double knee replacements. Oh my gosh. And, and a lot of it was from that. And then the other problem that I had was because the coaches don't know anything as, as far as the nutrition really goes, you just have this program. There's no way I was eating enough. And so I was working out four and five hours a day and I was gaining weight. Wow. And I was like, it doesn't make sense. I don't understand, but there's no way I was eating even half the calories that I should have been because they would tell you like, well, then maybe you need to bump down a category. And I'm like, I no, I can't eat less. <laughs> like, I'm, dying. <laughs> I'm dying. But, but we didn't know. Right. We, we did not have any experience to, to teach that. Um, and so I really struggled with finding someone who could help me. And then I would get so involved in the business side that I really wasn't taking care of my own journey. And like, so I think I hit, I hit 75 pound weight loss and I couldn't move anymore. Like I went up and down like this same five pounds and I couldn't break it. And, and it was like, who can help me? And so it was funny because I already said, like, I was a huge Shaleen groupie and I was listening to her podcast and one of the top coaches was on her podcast talking about her own diet that she does. I don't know if you know who I'm talking about. Um, And it's called the maid diet. No, I don't know who you're talking about. Okay. So let me explain the maid diet to you and see if it rings a bell moderate amount of let's see what is it moderate amount of fat adequate protein decrease carbohydrates eat in an eight hour window that's the made diet guess what that is it's keto oh wow and i was like huh i at this point i'm willing to try anything and then I think it's, it's about the same time that Shalene was coming out with the one, three, one program. Yeah. 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 And what, since I was in a line with a top 10 coach, there were a lot of really high, high ranking coaches. We all were in a group together. And since I was a diamond, I was invited to it. We all were eating keto. We all were following this program. And there was even the same coach had created a separate meal plan called Fixin to be made. Oh, wow. It was combining the fix containers into the made plan so that you could still use the containers and make it seem on social media that you were following it because they would see you still using the containers. Um, And like pretty much the only carbs we would have in a day would be like Energize and Shakeology. Holy wow. And so I was at that point, I wasn't really posting a ton. Um, I'd kind of gotten a little bit quiet because I'm like, I, it's not working for me right now. I can't sell something that's not working for me. Yeah. And Shakeology, they reformulated it and it started to make me sick. Like my stomach hurt every time I drank it. Um, And, but then I started watching some of these other coaches and it's like, you see behind the curtain and you're like, you all are a bunch of liars. (laughs) None of you are following this program, but you're out there saying that's how you're getting your results. But I'm watching you put heavy cream in your shake and eat bacon and you're losing weight and you're saying it was this, but it's not, it's complete opposite. Um, And so I kind of was getting disillusioned with it a bit. And it was when my um, great, great, whatever grandma coach she posted a before and after and her before was actually her current where she was right now and her after was when she had trained for a bikini competition two years before that oh my gosh and I was like I'm out I'm not doing this like how deceptive is that yeah and and I remember messaging like my upline and being like what is this 
And she said, I know, I can't believe she did that. And I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. And keto is working for me. And so at that point is when I started looking into prove it. Wow. Well, let me ask you this. How, okay. So we know that you got to working out up to five times a day, Mm -hmm. but you know, you also had to do other things because part of being a beach body coach is you got to do the vital behaviors. You got to do the inviting, you got to do the recognition, you drink Mm -hmm. your shake. And um, what's the other one that I'm losing out? Um, Recognize product of product, personal development. Oh, yeah. Your personal, which just triggers me even saying the words personal development. So yep. you have to do that as well. So how much time were you devoting to all of these other activities daily, weekly, monthly? So I would wake up at about four o'clock um, because I have five kids. And so I would have to do those things before um, a lot of them before my kids got up. So before my kids had even gotten up, I probably had done at least two, sometimes two and a half hours worth of work um, in that I would read my personal development. I would do my own workout. And then most of the time I would do a zoom with my coach and we would like knock out some goals for the day or, and actually I shouldn't have said my coach. It, she was my success partner. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we would figure all of that out. Then I would get kids up and get them ready. And then I would do my, my inviting. And so I would send those horrible copy paste messages. Um, Hey hun. Right. Oh God. Oh, I know. I know. Right. And so I would say, "Mm -hmm." and, and I think that then the other thing that would end up happening Anytime my phone would ding, I had to look at it right then and there. So you don't feel like you're spending a ton of time. You're like, oh yeah, it probably takes me three hours a day, but you don't realize every time your phone dings, you're looking at it and you're responding because if you don't, they're going to go somewhere else. So you better respond right away. So I didn't think I was working that much, but I was working all the time, all the time. And, um, and then I've, I've been diagnosed more recently, but I have OCD and I didn't realize that, um, the fixation with some of those things, it, I think Beachbody definitely like pushed me, pushed my OCD really high. Um, because it's, I mean, it's encouraged the obsessive behaviors. Oh yeah. Everything. Well, and that's the other thing. That was the other thing that kind of pushed me out. It was when 80 day obsession was coming out and I was like, I can't. I can't, I already know that I have disordered eating. Now you want me to set timers all day about eating? Like I, I can't, I couldn't do it. Yeah, I just didn't even like the, because I was out by that time, but I didn't like just the title of it, just what it was called. You know, it's like, should we really be obsessed with this? Or I think maybe not. Well, and then control freak was the next one. Are you you kidding me right now? Oh, seriously. Yeah. I think for me, what really started pissing me off is that, you know, it started out that you would, when, especially uh, I was there when Beachbody on demand came on the scene. And so Mm -hmm. you get the whole library of everything. It's like, great. You have all these workouts and they're going to be creating other ones and you'll get access to those too. Then all of a sudden it was like, oh, now they're special equipment. And you need to buy the special equipment. And then in addition to that, oh, there's the coach sneak peek, which you have to pay to be in the sneak peek. So it was just like they kept on, you know, inserting ways to extract money from you. And well, that or they would have angry. a specialty flavor. Ooh, it you have a, you'd get like a specialty flavor of Shakeology and it's going to sell out. So you have to order that in addition to your auto shipment. Um. I mean, and, and you watch it now, the amount of product that they come out with, um, it is. And they, I mean, and the company itself doesn't necessarily come out and say, you have to purchase all of these things, but you know, you have to, you have to, if you want to be a product of the product, you need to get everything. Yes. I mean, I was, I, I mean, and bless my husband, he kept like 
he was trying so hard to get me to wake up and he would try and show me like, Amy, do you realize how much money we're spending a month? It's worth it. It's, they kept this, it was like the carrot in front of you. You're so close. You're right there and you're going to tip scales and you just have to keep going. And I was, and I was getting further and further because you're on this hamster wheel of as soon as somebody drops off, you have to replace them right away to keep it going. And you can't. I don't know, you can't. And I don't know how some of these coaches do it that have like, like the superstar three. So they would have at one point, they would have 45 diamonds. I don't know how, how, like, unless they were seriously buying rank, I don't know how you could do it. I do think that is probably much more prevalent than what we are aware of or anything, you know, behind closed doors with those way up there. But I can't imagine the stress and the pressure. And it's like, is that okay? You, you talk about, well, you're really in the real pyramid. The job just over broke and, you know, you're working 40 years, 40 hours, you know, all that bullshit. Yep. And it's like, but MLM, I have never worked my ass off so much and received so little. And that's the thing that really irritates me. And hearing your story, it, it, it makes me angry for you because there you are busting your hump. And a mom of five, you already have a full-time job being a damn mom with that many kids. And then working out an insane amount of time and then trying to keep you know everything balanced and a happy face. And still bring on more people. I mean, that, that just, just even saying that, that's just like a formula for like really to destroy your mental health. You know? oh, absolutely. absolutely. And I think that's one of the reasons that I'm so anti MLM, especially with the health and wellness ones, because they destroy you in every way possible. Like your physical, your mental, emotional, like financial. It was all Everything. a problem. It was everything. And, you know, and it's funny that you mentioned that because my, in my before mom life, um, I did human resources for 15 years um, before I started staying home with my kids. So I, I did recruiting for a job and, yeah. you know, and I, I get so frustrated when they're like, well, it's the same. No, it's not because I can actually recruit someone to start at any area of that of the corporate structure. Right. I'm not telling everyone that they're going to start as a customer service rep. And then <laughs> you're going to, and then eventually you're going to get promoted to CEO. No, that's not how it works. Like, and, and as you watch these leaders, like the only reason they are a leader is that they were able to con enough people to get them under them. They have no qualifications to be a leader. Nothing. 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 They have a bunch of quotes from personal development books and stuff. And it's the same stuff that they mix up and mash up. And then yep. to say, well, all I did was just do the four vital behaviors. If you just yep. do the four vital behaviors, you will get there. Goals. Well, and right. And any of the, any of the meetings you would go to summit, um, it was all just rah, rah. We're going to make you feel really good, but we're not going to give you any actionable steps. There, there was none, mm -mm. none. And, you know, for me, what's so crazy is I did all this training and being someone who is a professional at designing and developing training, it's like all my common sense went out the window of what I know is good, solid training, because everything that I was taking, it's like, but it really didn't help at all. It didn't give me yeah. anything that I could do. There was nothing was measurable. Nothing was concrete. It was all uh, mindset, mm -hmm. getting an alignment. And just yep. believing. And that's it. Well, and I think that's why a lot of us don't, a lot of people don't speak up about it because you feel so stupid. It's like I was in the professional world for 15 years doing recruiting, doing organizational development, conducting trainings. And I did this, like the shame level of like, how did I get to that point? Um, but it's amazing the amount of mind control and the, the emotional manipulation is it's a real thing. Um, and, and the deceit, uh, is a big thing for me because you'll have these coaches 
who, you know, well, I got here, you know, by doing those vital behaviors. No, you really didn't. You purchased, you know, I know there was actually someone that bought, they bought in to the business. They bought a leg. Wow. And it's like, no, don't tell me that you did this by your vital behaviors. Did you do those things? Yeah, you probably did. But you're not giving, the whole story is never shared. Well, I mean, when you come in, you don't really know where you are in the structure, Mm -hmm. you know, and like you already brought out that you were on a weak leg and I figured out that I was on a weak leg because I never got anybody underneath me for volume or anything. Mm -hmm. And that can make a difference. So you don't know where people are being placed. You don't know if somebody's going like, oh, well, if you sign up, I'll give you, and I'm just making up a number here. I'll put 12 people underneath. You don't know if that is happening or not because there are backroom deals that go on. And, and the normal person doesn't know that that even is a thing. Exactly. I didn't, I didn't even know to ask about an income disclosure statement. Why like I didn't you? know that, that was a thing. I had no idea either. And that certainly wasn't offered up for me. Oh, to no. see it. And now that I look at them, it's like, well, these income disclosure statements are leaving out a lot of information anyway. Oh my gosh. The Beachbody one has me so mad because it is one of the most misleading documents. Um, What they did is how they, how they have combined. Um, They have, you know, like normal coaches and Emerald coaches and diamond coaches. Then they have just the next is just star diamond rank. Uh Uh-huh. That includes everyone from a one star to a 45 star. Right. They're right. all in there. And I'm like, you jerks, you are doing that so that people don't really see. A lot of people can make it to one star. Like that, that is a hard rank, but you're putting that in the same as like a 45 star. Come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. It just, oh, and, and it's funny because I had started to get a little bit disenchanted with MLM when I went to prove it. And I actually made quite a bit of money in prove it um, quickly because everybody followed me. Um, And it was fascinating to watch and people followed me, not because I tried to take them. My upline bullied me on Facebook (gasps) and my whole group left. Wow. Yeah. When I quit, um, so I had resigned and she went like six months previous and found a transformation post that I had done Uh and commented on it and said, you know, Oh, so you're saying this didn't work for you. I'm calling you out. And posted it on my Facebook. And I went back and forth with her for a, for a minute. Because I was like, I never said it didn't work. I said it stopped working. Like, I've been at a plateau for a year. And yeah. anyone could see that. And I was like, I can't, for my own mental health, I just turned my phone off and went to bed. And the next morning, I got up and the amount of messages, the amount of comments, like, she got slammed on Facebook um, because my whole, my whole team was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, I can't believe you would do this to her and complete strangers found it somehow. And they were all commenting on it. And people were like, you obviously have no integrity. I'm going to go wherever she's going. So she lost my whole downline and I was her only income producer. Wow. It was awful. But I think, I think you can see the difference though. And that's where, I mean, I did a lot of things that I'm not proud of, but right. But I obviously did some things right because when push came to shove, everybody stood up for me. Yeah. And truly loved and respected me. Right. And that, that was a wake up call for me, I think. So what kind of emotions did you go through when you severed your relationship with Beachbody? And did you tell, did you tell your coach beforehand or did you just, you know, contact corporate and be like, yo, I'm done. 
I did tell my coach, um, actually, I don't know if I did tell my direct coach, but I told the second up because she and I were really, really close. So I told her because I knew it was going to kill her business. And I was most concerned about her, not my upline coach. I didn't care about her at that point. Um, but I knew my uplines upline was going to get really hurt. Um, and so I did talk to her about it quite a bit. Um, and then some of my people, some of my people knew, um, but not a ton. And I had to be really careful because that, that top 10 coach, we had lost a ton of people on our team that all went to prove it. So it was a pretty hot topic. And so I was pretty gun shy over how I did it um, because we had lost a ton of people and some heavy hitters. We had an eight star diamond that jumped. Oh, wow. So we had, and, and so I was scared and I purposely chose when I went to prove it, I didn't pick anybody that had been on my team. Cause I was like, I don't want anything to do with the way that you guys are doing this business. Cause they all did it totally unethically. Like they raped and pillaged. They took as many people as they could. They, I mean, the, the contacts, it was nuts. The, and, and so I didn't go with any of them. Good gravy. So then, I, oh, go, go on. I was just going to say the amount of drama. Um, and this is something I tell my, my kids all the time. I'm like, you think that you're going to leave drama after high school? Oh, oh it yeah. gets worse. Yeah. It's so much worse. The mean girl is, I mean, it's alive and well in multi-level marketing. Oh, absolutely. Completely. You know, it's, well, I mean, well, we see it all the time where, you know, people are doing videos about Huns and stuff. It, it is, I would even go um, so far and say is that it's like, it's built into the system of multi-level marketing. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it really goes back to that whole thing about you have to have um, the right vision. You have to know your why, all the personal development stuff. So let me ask you this about personal development, because mm -hmm. obviously you did it when you were in Beachbody. Was that a big thing with Improve It as well? Um, yes and no. Prove It is such an interesting, it's so, it's, it's just, to me, it was just all about money because we weren't doing meal plans. We weren't doing any of that. It was just like, drink this magical unicorn juice and you're going to feel amazing. Um, and I did. I did feel amazing when I would drink their ketones, the old ketones. They've changed formula. Again, it was the same thing with Shakeology, right? Like prove it got sued because of the formula that they were using and they had to change. And the new formula just wasn't, it's not as effective. It's not as good. Um, and so it seemed as if Improve It, it wasn't nearly the same level of personal development of like taking care of yourself. It was like, no, just let people see you shaking up your ketones and that's what you do. So what was... Um... The, the other than like what you just said, what other differences did you notice between Prove It and Beachbody? Obviously, there was the workouts and you did, it wasn't as personal development wasn't shoved on you as much. So how were they also different? OK, so a couple things. One, I would say one, a huge difference. The amount of love bombing at Prove It is crazy. Um. I would get personal notes from the CEO all the time. I would get gifts. I would get shout outs. I would be on calls with the CEO. Um, and in Beachbody, like they were like the untouchables. You never, you never saw them or heard from them. You had to earn it to talk to someone up, up high. And the amount of love bombing and prove it was so vastly different. Um, and, and it was very intoxicating. I bet. 
So um, what kind of rank did you get to improve it? And I don't know how the prove it ranking system works. I, I think I did a video on it a long, long time ago. I don't remember. So honestly, I don't even remember. I know I hit all of the like fast start bonuses and I was making money right and left. Um, but then again, it kind of, it's, you kind of run your warm market out and then it, you know, how am I going to continue this? And, and by that point I was a little bit more jaded and I was seeing like, why are they releasing all of these new products? And we're the ones who have to buy the flavors. Yeah. Whenever a new flavor came up, you better buy it because it's a limited edition and people are going to want to try it. And so I was getting ketones every day and the boxes, it was, I mean, I think they were around a hundred dollars with our discount, a hundred dollars for 20. Oh my. And you were encouraged to drink at least two a day. Oh my. And so I was like, okay, how much money are we spending? And it was something to my husband enjoyed them. So my husband would drink those with me. He would not drink Shakeology um, that often, but he loved the ketones. So we were going through them like crazy as well. Um, and, and customer for yourself. Oh my gosh. Well, and of course you order it through your husband's account because then you get the volume. Right. Absolutely. Uh huh. Your husband's your customer. And so you order everything through these ghost accounts so that you still get your double dipping basically. Yeah. And my, my, my like, what the hell moment with prove it, they released, um, it's called keto up and it's like their soda. It's a keto soda and it was $130. Well, actually by the time you got our discount, I think it was $96 was what I figured it out for 12 cans for 12 cans. Yeah. Get out of here. And everyone was like, Oh my gosh, it's amazing. You have to get it. Uh, no, no. Like I'm a family of seven. I am not spending a hundred dollars for a 12 pack of soda. Right. Oh my gosh. And that's when it became apparent that it was just money. It was all about money and, and having the coaches or reps, whatever you want to call them. You were the customer by far. So was that your final straw to say like to hell with multi-level marketing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even then though, I think because I was so hurt from all of it, the shunning is hard. Um, and I definitely experienced that with Beachbody, the amount of people who just block you that you were best friends with yesterday. And now that you're blocked and that did a pretty big toll on me. Um, so I didn't even find out like the anti MLM. I've only gotten into it recently because it took me so long to be like, okay, I'm okay with this because there's still a part of me that doesn't want to hurt my friends that are still in it. Uh huh. So um, when did you, what year did you finally escape multi-level marketing? I think it was 2019 um, by the time I left prove it. And I kind of, Beachbody, I tend, I kind of went out with a bang, right? With this, with this crazy Facebook stuff that happened. Prove it, I just kind of died down slowly. I just let it, let it kind of um, drift away so that it wasn't a huge thing when I quit. Um, Are yeah. you still friends with people in multi-level marketing? Yes. That's interesting. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's, especially now that I'm speaking out about it more. Um, but I, I mean, I was thinking about it and I have friends that are in Mary Kay, Saint, Melaleuca, doTERRA, Young Living, uh, Melaleuca, I don't know if I already said them, um, Amway, like you name it. I know somebody that is in it. Yeah, I know. It's interesting. So how did you find, you know, the anti-MLM movement? What was that process? <laughs> I think like a lot of people, uh, Lula Rich. So um, finding that documentary on uh, on Amazon and it was like, 
it wasn't just beach body that was ridiculous it wasn't uh -huh. just like it's all of them uh -huh. um that kind of started me down the rabbit hole and then you start seeing things and it was incredibly validating because I think even up until that point I kept thinking it was just me right right and it was like it was because they they kind of drill that into your head that if if you don't make it it's on you it's your fault and I started to realize like, wait, no, this is actually, I did what they wanted me to do. And it was designed for me to do this and to fail. Um, and that was really liberating. And it was like, oh, I'm definitely going to talk about this now. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's really hard to come to terms with the fact that it's designed so that you don't succeed. And they're telling you that is designed for you to succeed, but you just can't. You can't fight your way up that structure, um, which I mean, I'm going to bring this up again, this picture. Hang on just a second. Where the heck is it? Oh, goodness. It's um, from New Skin, and it's like the gigantic pyramid and this, well, this, this exists in every single one of these companies and well, if you actually you go into an established one that pyramid is firmly entrenched it's not moving so oh there God. it is so these people would be way down down here at the bottom how in the hell are you going to be able to get up to the very top rank and they never show that to you like you of don't not you don't they see that. Do and it's, that. It's like, just get two people at a time. It's super easy. So easy. Two at a time. You got this. And they, and by saying that, I think it really minimalizes everything. It's like, yeah, you just, you know, mm -hmm. with body, just help. What was it? Three people a month. And it's like, it didn't matter what I did, how many backflips I did, you know, how many times I, you know, did a hula hoop. It, it didn't matter what I did. Well, and then you look at it and you're like, wait, but you also convinced me to get several other accounts. So I actually have to help at least nine people to cover my subscriptions. And yeah, that's, see, I don't think I did things. Um, I wasn't buying stuff Oops, through my husband like that because yeah. I did have him paying the back office fee or whatever. I did something where he was just kind of like there. Um, but I was trying to get other people involved in it and nobody wanted it. And a few people did, you know, get stuff from me, but I can remember people asking me, isn't it the pyramid scheme? And of course I had the canned answer. Oh, those are illegal. We have products. So it's not a pyramid scheme. Yep. Oh, good gravy. And I mean, and I bought that hook, line and sinker and people right now. They're buying that same exact thing too. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's fascinating too, once you get in and again, I mean, I go back to that whole like emperor's new clothes or wizard yeah. of Oz, and you pull the curtain and it's like, oh wait, everyone at the top, they were friends with Shaleen or Tony uh -huh. or Shanti. They all got in right at the beginning and they're staying firmly entrenched up there. Most, like quite a few of them don't even work the business. They just sit back and are earning an insane amount of money. And you're never going to get there. No, you're not. No. So let me just give this as we come to, we're coming up on an hour and I want to be respectful of your time and everything. Um, if you could get into a magic time machine and tell your younger self something so that you didn't join a multi-level marketing company, what would that be? Use your brain and your analytical side and question everything. Because I didn't question it because it was a friend from right. high school. And so I didn't look into anything. I didn't do the research. Um, and I allowed my desire to help myself, my family, and to help other people. I love helping other people blind me 
to the information that was there. Yeah. I think you said something really important and that is question because in multi-level marketing, you're, you're pretty hushed up. You know, you, you learn very quickly not to question anything, just to accept what's being told to you Mm -hmm. to sit back and take it, you know? Yeah. And why would we, I mean, it's just, you should just trust me because I'm your upline. Yeah. I, I don't actually know you. Uh, so I don't have to trust you and me asking you a question. Isn't me being negative. It's right. just trying to get information. And, you know, heaven forbid if you get real information, cause they, the thing is though, I think a lot of them, because someone like your upline, she wasn't way up there, um, you know, is a victim to the entire scheme anyway. And they don't know the truth of stuff. And it's like the people who do know the truth, you can't get to, and they no. wouldn't truth anyway because it benefits them for you not to know the truth for you to be deceived that's what helps them stay where they are and it's heartbreaking I mean I watch the girl that I was super good friends with every January it's like okay this is going to be my year this is going to be my year like sweetie it hasn't been your year for six years like are you gonna figure this out and the amount of toxic positivity because you know what's going on with them personally yeah. And then you see what they present on social media. And it's like, none of that is true. Like you are crying your eyes out and you're scared to death about money and you're doing all these things. But over here, you're talking about how great this business has been for you because that's the only way you're going to get people. And you're caught in this weird in between. Yeah. And it, the whole like fake it till you make it. Eh, no, <laughs> no, you Not shouldn't enough. be doing that. What's funny in my job as an instructional designer, it's like, I don't have to fake it until I make it. It's just like people know that I know what I'm talking about just by talking to me. And, you know, it's, there's no faking it. I'm not faking like I know how to design training. I actually do it, you know? Yeah, there was, um, I'm trying to find it. One of the beach body coaches posted something and I was like, okay, wait, that is the worst thing I have ever seen. Um, and it was a quote that she was using something about ignorance on fire is better than knowledge on ice. And And it was like, just get out there and be excited and present the opportunity. You don't need to know everything. You just need to go out and do it. Um, because if you have knowledge, but you're just sitting on it, that's not benefiting everybody. So you don't need to do everything. Just go out and share your excitement. And I was like, okay, the ignorance on fire is what gets people in trouble because you're telling people things that aren't true and you're, you're influencing their health and wellness and you don't know what you're doing. And so like to say that ignorance on fire is better than knowledge on ice like I can see kind of what she means. My husband and I were talking about it and he's like, well, yeah, you should be excited, but reasonably <laughs> with what you know, because otherwise it can be dangerous. And I think that's where a lot of these coaches are right now, right. especially with this new um, gut health protocol. None of them should be touching gut health. They just shouldn't. Yeah. I, I haven't been following what's most recent in beach, but I think a lot of it for me is that is, it's just too triggering and toxic. I do sometimes, and I've made videos about, you know, things coming out, but it starts making, you know, I just get too much anxiety from it. So I'm like, you know what? I can talk about other ones. <laughs> yeah. And, and for me, like I have so much anger, I think towards Beachbody and the influence that had on me. And then the lasting physical impact that I'm now facing, but I'm like, people need to know, they need to know what's going on. Um, and so I've been hitting Beachbody pretty hard the last little while because they're, they're so ridiculous and they are so irresponsible with the products and the programs that they're coming out with. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, yeah, I have probably well over 50 videos about Beachbody because I, I did like all kinds of different angles on things. And I think after doing all of that, I'm like, okay, I'm good for for a while. But, you know, one of the things that I've enjoyed doing is kind of exposing those top coaches and looking about like, what is their past? What did they come from? 
why are they doing, you know, quote, well, and I found like a lot of them have a background in marketing and I'm like, huh, wouldn't that kind of help you, you know, yeah. versus other people? It's like, isn't that interesting? Or like the one I was under, you know, had been a lingerie model and a bartender. And it's like, oh, those probably went hand in hand. Oh, and you did some modeling. You can't tell me that was not helpful and benefited you. Or being married to a professional baseball player. No, that couldn't possibly benefit you whatsoever. Right. So I, I'm actually doing a project because I was like, I'm just curious of like everyone who has been a top 10 coach. One, what is their side hustle? Because they all have them. They uh-huh. all have um, what is their side hustle and where, what is their standing now? Because a lot of those top 10 coaches from years past didn't even make elite or premiere. I've so, noticed that sometimes that doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I got the elite and premiere list from this last year and I was looking and I'm like, you coaches that are saying you're super successful still, you're lying because you're yeah. not, not on elite or premiere. But yeah. you still will see some of the same names that keep bubbling up and like, you know, being under the top income earner. It's like, yeah, she didn't really need to do a whole lot of anything because it's everybody else is going to be doing it, mm-hmm. you know, but she certainly can present it as if, oh, I'm doing all the things. Girl, no, you're not. No, you're not. Well, it, it's funny. I was watching a live, um, a live from someone who was a top coach for several years in a row. So you'll know who I'm talking about. Um, And she was talking about all the ways that you could work with her in the new year. And it was all about her new business, her new marketing company, her new this and this and this. And then at the end it was like, Oh yeah. And I do also still do beach body. So if you're interested in that, I can, I can help you. It was like an afterthought. Wow. It was so interesting. Well, let me ask you this. Okay. And this might be kind of a hard one because it's hard for me to think of this, but I think it's important for us to at least try. What is one thing that was positive that came out of you joining multi-level marketing? You know, I think there are actually a lot of positives. I did grow in my own confidence level. And I think a lot of that was the push to teach group fitness. I truly found things that I loved and that I never had the courage to do. I somehow found the courage to do it um, and to continue that. And you know what? I did meet some great people that I'm still friends with. Um, It kind of brought me back to myself to some extent because when I started staying home, so I, I, I became a stay at home mom after my fourth baby um, I lost myself. I used to win awards and I was running a call center and I was doing all of these things. And now I'm a mom. Nobody tells me I'm doing a good job at the end of the day. They probably tell me I'm the worst and they don't want to eat whatever I made. Or it was finding that I can have an identity outside of just being a mom. Um, I could have things for me. And it kind of, it, it reinforced that, but that I can now find out on my own terms, not through an MLM. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Well, and I think too, and, and you're probably in the same boat is it's like, okay, I have a pretty good skill set behind me with human resource background. How can I help people? So, um, one of the videos that I'm going to create is how do you, how do you explain this on a resume? What can you put? Because you put a lot of your life into it and you did learn a lot of valuable lessons and you did learn a lot of valuable skills. How can you translate that into a resume? Because that's important. It's really hard to find something afterwards. Yeah, I, I don't put, put down anything about having been a beach body coach. It's like, I just kind of ignore that on my resume. I'm like, nope, not mentioning that. Yeah. And, and where you've had this, this other career, that's awesome, right? Like you can ignore it, but you still have that continuity for someone who's like, wait, how do I explain this five year gap? gap? Yeah. And then to say like, no, like you did learn things. You learned a lot of things. So how can we 
how can we that on, yeah how can we show that on a resume without saying like I was a hun bot for Beachbody right right yeah and so you know I've been working with a lot of my friends who are in recruiting saying like okay let's get some ideas together to help people because especially the people who really have to have an income how do you do that in you know in a job versus MLM I have my final question for you is this if someone who you love came to you now with a new opportunity what would you do what would you say you know what I would say was let's sit down and look at it and I would ask them the hard questions to get them to realize what they're doing as well. Because like you said, most of them don't know. But if I can ask them some questions to get them thinking, maybe I could help them too. Yeah. Yeah. Because, right. Cause like they don't know, like, just like I didn't realize what I was doing. They're pawns and they're getting taken advantage of. And to, to be able to ask someone questions to get them to see that, I think it'd be really important to do. I think that's just absolutely beautiful. And I think that's really a good piece of advice for anyone that's out there in the anti-MLM, you know, movement. And they're thinking, well, what do I do? You know, I think that's really good advice. Well, Amy, I want to thank you so very much for your time. It's, it's always, I guess, um, I don't know if I would say exhilarating or refreshing or exactly what word I would use, but to know that, I am not alone with my beach body experience that I get to, you know, share that with someone like you. So I thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Well, everyone, I will be back tomorrow with, um, yes, I'll be talking about say it with me on passive and I have picked out, um, what am I doing tomorrow? And I'll tell you real quick for the next couple of shows that I'm going to be doing. Um, which one is this? Okay. We're going to be looking at an older video of Ash Mofaro when he introduced Catmo to the founders. And then the following day, I thought it'd be fun to look at Ash Max. Before on Passive, there was Ash Max. And what is that? Because I think it's important to look at to see... Um, what he had created then and how much it is like on passive of how he's using old things and just kind of repackaging, even though he has never launched anything with on passive and we're still waiting for it to launch and not expecting anything. Anyway, have a wonderful rest of your day. Amy stick around and I will, you know, we'll wrap things up and don't forget you are beautiful and I love you until tomorrow. Have a great day. Goodbye, everyone.